My name is Ashraf. Today we'll be talking about how to bring revenue with email marketing. And to draw the mic today, I brought Liana Develiview on the show. She is a global marketing consultant and social media strategist. She has a proven system for success that helps clients generate millions of dollars for the past 10 years. She is a co-author of the Amazon Internet book lie at the end of the funnel a compilation of stories from top entrepreneurs about their journey from failure to success so the real question is this how would an entrepreneur like us who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire join usherruf as he answers this big question so you can apply it too welcome to focus on winning All right, Liana, say hello to our listeners and share one thing about yourself that most people don't know. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Um, something that most people don't realize, uh, because m- most of the time when I do this, I talk about business. Um, but we have, my husband and I, between the two of us, have five children, ranging from the ages of 10 to 21. So when I'm not busy running my business... Um, dealing with all the agency requirements, uh, I am the mom of five. Wow, mom of five. Yep. Is it all boys and girls? Uh, equal. So we've got uh, three girls and two boys, and then we have a two-year-old grandbaby who's a boy. So it's equal, three boys, three girls. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of story that you would like to share with us. But as I mentioned in the intro, we are going to talk about how to bring revenue with email marketing. But before we deep dive in, and since you provide a service of writing emails for your clients, I want to know why do you choose email as one of the main platforms to sell products or services? That's a great question. So um, everyone at this point um, is pretty much can easily be found on a social media platform or they have an email address. Think about it, you know, everyone from teachers and doctors and lawyers and, you know, even your grandma probably has an email address, right, at this point. <laughs> so um, it's an easy way to get in front of people that you might not otherwise be able to get in front of um, in, a, in a way that starts conversations, that helps them understand who you are and the services you provide. So it's a, a really non-invasive way to start growing your audience. So you think that because all of the platforms require emails, right? Like YouTube, we have to do email first. Like all, all of the platform begins with email. Is that what you're saying? Right, absolutely. So if you think about it, if the biggest companies in the world, like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, if all of these things, even Target and Walmart, all these places, in order for you to interact with them, if they have to collect that one piece of data, That should tell you how important it is. That is the one thing that they require from you to engage in any way. So that kind of tells you how important that email address is. If it's important to major conglomerates, it should be important to small business owners as well. So that's the reason why email still works in 2019, right? I mean, we have so many platforms that we can communicate right now, like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. 
But when you give, when you talk about this, it looks like email is the best, right? I could say you're right about this. I was going to say, it's not, it, it doesn't matter. Like if you were going to address them on Facebook, you have to hope that they have a Facebook. Or if you wanted to engage with them on YouTube, you have to hope that they have a YouTube account. With email, it just kind of covers everybody, right? Even if they're not on social media, you can still engage with them via email, via email marketing. Yes, you are right. Everything begins with email. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's get real specific into our topic today. You know, Liana, there are thousands of websites that use opt-in feature to get email. Mm-hmm. Because one of the way people can communicate with their list or maybe even sell something to their list. But here comes the biggest problems. The, the email that they have written doesn't get open. <laughs> Yeah. Or maybe they open it and read it, but their followers doesn't take any action from that email. It could be something like this. Hey, if you want to, want, if you want to know more about this, go watch my videos or follow my social media account. And then, creep, creep. No, no one take it. So that's really right. frustrating. So, Liana, tell us how to get them to take action. There's two specific things that every um, email marketing campaign needs. The first one is a very catchy open, like um, a headline. Why would someone open it? Not save 20% off on a service that they don't even know that they need yet. um, Or um, anything that sales, feels sales driven because people can sniff that out and they're going to automatically delete it without even opening it. So the first thing is is a catchy headline to get them to even open it. Second thing is the first thing in your email marketing campaign needs to talk about the problem that you solve. It needs to be very specific um, and tell them why they need to continue reading. If it just says, follow me on social media or look at my videos, nobody has time for that. But if you say something like, you know, are you experiencing this specific problem? If so, this is how we can address it. And here's the next step, right? So you want to start a relationship and make the email campaign about them. Why should they care? Why should they give you their time? Why should they take any further action? So when you take the the intention of helping someone or serving someone and you put that in the email, that's going to get a response. Anything else is going to go in the trash if it even gets opened. So it's important to make them care what what is in it for them, right? Right. And what do you suggest the best way to craft an email from start to finish when it, when it comes to selling? I would do. So in traditional mail that comes to your house, we know that someone has to see your name or your the postcard or the company, something between nine and 12 times before they take action, right? That's just the psychological data that has been gathered. The same, it's about the same with emails. So what we always recommend is understanding that the first five, six, seven times that they open your email, they are not going to take action. Some might, but it's not expected. So what we do is we tell people the first emails that we're going to craft for you are giving. We're going to give solutions. We're going to give tips. We're going to give reasons why they need to pay attention to what you're saying. And we're not going to ask for anything in return. 
at the bottom of every email, it says follow us on social media. But you see that on every single email that you get now, or you see it on every single website. So it doesn't feel intrusive. It's not a specific call to action. Once we've established the, so once you establish the content on that nine to 10, uh, nine to 10th email, then you can have a specific call to action. And that's when you get the response because people feel like you've given them so much that that trust has been built so that when you ask for something specific in return, they feel like they can trust your business enough to provide that information, whether that's a sale or a webinar or follow you on social media, whatever that is. At that point, you now have the credibility to ask that. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is to ask for something right off the bat when someone doesn't even know who you are. That's amazing. And how many emails to build trust? How many emails we have to send to build credibility? Seven to nine. Seven to nine emails. Seven to nine? Yep. Wow. Do we have to send every day or, I don't know, every week? I would not. So when we've got a client that's about to launch something or they want to sell something, we always try and start at least three months in advance. And we send emails every seven to 10 days. So frequent enough that people remember you, but not so infrequent that they're like, God, what now what? You know, I just got an email. A lot of times I don't know about you, but I will sign up for to follow someone online uh, to download a, a, a freebie or a PDF or something along those lines. And you get the, the thing that you initially asked for. And then a couple hours later, you get another email. And then the next morning you wake up to another email and the next, you know, that afternoon. And by that time, by the third email, if I've gotten three emails in less than two days, I don't care how much wow. I value who you are. I'm unsubscribing. I don't have time for that. I don't want to see you in my inbox continuously. Cause then it feels like you're intruding. I asked you for one piece of information mm-hmm. and now you're bombarding me. So don't do that. So again, every seven to 10 days is when we would send out an email. Seven to 10 days. And mm-hmm. You said that three emails in one day? Uh, yeah, several times. Will that be considered? Oh, I mean, I, I'm afraid that someone will thought that would be uh, spam. Absolutely. And a lot of times we have people that will report as spam because it just feels yucky, right? It feels desperate. Mm-hmm. You don't want your client to think that you are desperate for their business. You want to make your clients think, here's the service I provide. And if it's, it's here for you, if and when you're ready, not buy for me, buy for me, buy for me. Oh, hurry and buy for me. That feels yucky. And people can read that even through email, that tone comes across and they don't want anything to do with it. So is it all email should be selling or is it, you know, some, some email are providing values and some email selling? Is it like that? How, how do we balance that? So I, we have a rule for every one sale request we do at least at least four high quality content value emails um unless it's something small you know yeah yep so high quality why what is what makes you an expert what problem are you solving for example um if we were doing one for our marketing i would send an email that says five things to make sure you're doing on social media to grow your audience And then I would list those five things and say, I hope you found this valuable. Have a great Wednesday or Thursday, right? That's Uh, it. The next week it's, 
how to get your engagement up by at least 25% on Instagram. Then they open it. Mm. And I say, here, here's some tips that if you're not doing, will help your engagement. Have a great day. It was nice chatting with you. Done. Right? Now they're thinking, why is she giving me all this stuff? Right? She's just helping yeah. me. This is awesome. She's not asking for anything. She's giving, I, I implemented these tips and look, now we're growing. They're seeing social proof. They're seeing, they're seeing that the tips I'm giving them is making a difference in what it is they're trying to achieve. Third email. If you don't, if you haven't considered email marketing, here's why you need to do it. Right? Fourth email will be if, if you've tried these and you're still stumbling, call us, let us help you. It's still not a sales call. It's a let us help you. Now that turns into a sales call, I'm sure at some point, right? But now they feel she's helped me in these areas or she's knowledgeable in these areas. It makes sense to call her. They're not going to look for another marketing company when I'm the one that's been providing them all the information this whole time. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. And can you explain more about the third email that you mentioned about? Here's what you need to do. Yeah. Just I would do tips. Like, here's what you need to do to grow your email list. Here's what you need to do uh, to do this. So you you know what the problems are, right? If I asked you what problems do you solve for your customers, you should be able to tell me. We solve people who can't get in front of their target audience. We solve problems for people who don't know how to do email. We solve problems for people who are about to do a launch. So the problems that we know we solve are what drives the emails that we send out always solution based solution based so yeah. the fourth the fourth email is you know trying to a little, a little bit sell right a little bit not, get, never, yeah. yeah not um here's what we have so buy it because if i just gave them tips and it's working why are they going to buy from me it's i've given you these tips if you're still struggling or um, give us a call Or if you're doing really well and you want to know how to continue that, give us a call. So it allows them to feel like we are in partnership without anything being expected from them. I like the, the kind of balance that you, you mentioned. Four to one. Yes. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Four to one. Yeah. Remember. So, you know, now that our listeners know how to write email, balance between values and selling, but... What if they don't have any email list yet? I mean, they already know how to craft an email, what to put right. for content, but they have no list yet. That's the problem. So, right. Diana, let's talk about how can they build an email list? And that's a great question. It's a question we get all the time. My one tip for growing your email list authentically, you can buy email list, right? But I've never seen anyone purchase an email list That's effective. So it's pretty much just throwing money out the window. But if you create, think about the number one problem that you solve for clients. What is the one thing that most, that 90% of people come to you for? If you sell, um, you know, a product, we'll use my company, for example, we sell social media services, right? Mm -hmm. What we did to grow our email list was, on our website, on all our social media platforms, on the small, we started out with a small list, like of 50 people, right? And those are my friends and family. Okay. So we, what we did was we created a PDF that was downloadable 
that solved, that talked about that one problem that a majority of our clients had. And then I sent it out. Uh, again, we put it on our platforms. We put it on our website as a free download. Of course, we captured their email address. And then with the 50 that I had, I sent it to my current clients. And I said, hey, who do you know that could benefit from this information? Whoever it is, can you forward that on for me? So overnight, we went from, I don't know, 50 to 70, 75 people maybe to over 300. And then it became, you know, 300, send it out again. Who do you know who could benefit? Turned into 500, 1,000, 3,000. I think now we have over 12, 12 or 15,000 on our mailing list. But it's it's all about open rates because you can have a list of 25,000 or 100,000. If no one opens your emails, it doesn't matter what your list is. Or you can have a list of 50. <laughs> and if all those people love you and interact with you, I'd rather have 50 quality people mm-hmm. than 5,000 who don't do anything. It's about quality over quantity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless you don't have anything to yeah. sell. If you don't have anything to sell, then you can have as many as you want. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> And for, you know, how do we approach client like that? I mean, if we don't have any credibility yet, we know that we know their problem and we want to solve it. But what's the best way to approach them? So I think I hear that a lot because we work with a lot of startup companies. Just because you don't have expertise in that field doesn't mean you don't have expertise in that area, right? Um, whatever the problem is that you are able to solve, you had to have gained that knowledge from somewhere. So is it personal experience? Did your, you know, did you have a really close relative or friend that experienced this problem and you figured out how to solve it? What credibility markers that might be creative can you highlight? And sometimes, to be honest, you can present yourself in a way that highlights and Highlights the fact that you don't have experience and use that as a benefit, right? So hear me out. Um, for example, all of these clients that have a problem might be looking for these solutions and they get the same four solutions. You can say, because I'm new to the industry, I've come up with new solutions that you might not have heard of yet. Because I'm new to the industry, I have a different spin on it. Because I'm new to the industry, I'm not going to tell you the same thing that the other 40 people told you that didn't work, right? So you can actually leverage that to help people stop and listen to what it is you have to say. Oh, bring a fresh idea. That's what you mean. Exactly. A new fresh idea. So I like that I like that you talk about using a friend to build credi- credibility first because they, they already trust us, right? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So how many times, like personally, if you're looking for a you know, place to get your hair cut and you go, oh, what, you know, I like your hair. Where do you get it cut? And they tell you, oh, I went to Susie down the street. You're automatically going to trust that Susie's going to do great with your hair. Right. So they help mm-hmm. branch, you know, build that trust. And Susie didn't have to, to, you know, sell you on anything. She just knows that somebody referred you and that's good enough. And a lot of times when you're just starting out, referrals are key. Mm, Referrals are key. Absolutely. All right. We are close to an end today. So, so Liana, what's the one thing that our listener can do after listening to our conversation? Um, I think the first step is to make an email marketing plan. 
um, and think about, make a list of what problems you solve. And once you have that list, craft one email around each of those problems and go from there. Understand that it's a slow process, but the process, if done correctly, will get you the results you're looking for. So be patient. Be patient, don't give up, and stay consistent. So, Liana, share with us how we can find more about you and how to connect with you. Absolutely. So we are, um, our website is debellevueglobal.com. It's my last name, D-E-B-E-L-L-E-V-U-E, which is a mouthful, I know, but debellevueglobal.com. Our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of our handles are debellevueglobal. So you can find us anywhere there. You can connect with us online via email. You can go to our website and sign up um, to receive monthly emails from us. So you can see the format that we use. You can see how we speak to our clients. You can see the ratios we use. You can do all of that. So um, there's quite a few different ways to, to interact with us. And we would love to be able to be a resource for your listeners. So you do monthly email? We do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We give oh. tips and things along those lines um, for our clients, potential clients. And a lot of times our clients um, come from people who sign up for the email and they see the quality of email that we provide. And they're like, oh, I could never do this. I need you to do this for us. So it provides a lot of value for them. them, But it also gives them a sample of what it is that we do. For the listener, you can also study uh, Liana's email because that's how she helps clients. Absolutely. So it's simple way to see exactly what we do. If you can't afford to outsource it or you don't want to outsource it, um, you can follow our formatting. You can follow how frequently we send it out. You can you can pretty much mimic, um, make it your own, keep it authentic, obviously, to what it is that you do. But you can see what's worked for us um, since 2011. So we're in our eighth year of doing this. Wow. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for the listener, go check out com and also her book, Light at the End of the Funnel, as it will inspire you to become more successful. So Liana, thank you for sharing your ideas and insights. Really grateful to have you here. And for the listener, I will catch you another time. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you.